having the whole cake, not just one slice of cake, not just one bite of cake, but really, truly having, enjoying, loving the entire cake itself. And by cake, I am talking about having your whole life be a yes life. So something that I've been thinking about as we head into the new year is I've just been reflecting a little bit on what has led me to really claim a life of yes. What makes me feel like I'm living a yes life? And for the record, let me just say that doesn't mean a perfect life. I still have areas in my life where I'm struggling with things. I still have all of the emotions and the ups and downs that life can bring. And I'm actively on this journey. And I also, that said, have a life that I'm in love with. I have relationships that fill my heart and soul and a home that I love, a career that I love. And I'm not gonna go on and on about me, but what I'm trying to say here is that life is not just one area. It's not just when I make the money, then suddenly everything in my life is going to feel so good or everything's going to fall into place. Or when I find that relationship or when I have this thing and we get to want what we want, you know, I want you to have everything in your life that you desire to have. And sometimes what Kayla and I say is like, when people say, what do you do? I'm like, I help people get what they want. But I don't just mean that from a surface level perspective. I mean, from a deep soul perspective, a fulfilled life. And when I think about, you know, all these different areas of our life, I think about it like a cake. Kayla and I were out on a walk the other day and we were talking about this idea that, you know, I was like, it's really not pillars. Like you'll hear, you know, a lot of people will say like, it's these four pillars or these five pillars that you need to focus on. And and I like that analogy, but when we're talking about a yes life, it's a circle, you know, it's a circle. And none of these pillars, so to speak, are standalone, right? It's not just, I get my money right and then everything falls into place. It's actually when I really focus on my connection to myself and I focus on my worthiness and I focus on deepening my relationships, that it opens up a pathway that also affects my money. Everything is interrelated. And so instead, I like to think about six segments of a yes life. And that's what we're going to talk about today is really thinking about your life in terms of these six different slices of a cake or six different segments, if you will, however you want to visualize it. I want to just walk you through this concept and the way that I've been thinking about this. And this is likely going to really open up some things for you in where you might want to place a focus. And if there's been some areas of your life that just aren't really feeling fulfilling, that if you continue to ignore those areas, it might actually be having a negative effect on some other area of your life. Like let's just say, for example, you've really been focusing in on money and your relationships are unfulfilling. They're not where they want to be. And you're putting all your time and attention on, you know, say growing your money, for example. And I want to show you today how deepening into more fulfillment in your relationships actually does have an effect on opening up the door to money if that's another place that you're working on. So we don't want to just focus on one thing as if we're in a vacuum, but we want to be paying attention to our whole life. And that said, it's also not that we need to, you know, have six different major goals and be doing six different things all the time. But I really, really invite you to think about this from a place of fulfillment. Okay, so what are these six segments and how do you really notice where you need to shift your focus in your life? So the first one that we're going to look at today is your health and your well-being. I want you to just 
consider this is your health, your fitness, your emotional well-being, your mental health. This is not just how fit are you? Are you doing your workouts? I think a lot of times when we think about, you know, okay, where am I at with my health goals? We immediately jump to what are we eating and how are we exercising? And that's great. But I also think it's a bigger picture than that. If we want to really focus in on our health and our well-being to the point of fulfillment, we need to look at the whole picture. So I don't think that we can have a fulfilling life if our health is not good. And believe me, I've been on this journey. So you guys know I feel really passionate about this. We want to have the energy to enjoy the life that we're creating. If we're working to build a life, if we're trying to really focus in on creating a life that we're in love with, we've got to feel well. We've got to be able to move our bodies in the way that we want to move our bodies, have the energy that we want to have. And that includes our emotional health as well, right? We've got to be able to process our emotions. As I said, when I opened up this call, a yes life isn't a perfect life. It's not that I walk around every day, all day, just, you know, in a state of enlightenment. It's that I have the tools and the skills to ride the emotional waves that life can bring. And I really, truly take the perspective that life is happening for me. Even when I don't understand it, even when I can't see it, it's what serves me because it invites me to continue to look at what is the opportunity for my growth? How can I grow here? And again, then when it comes to our physical health, knowing, am I really, truly loving my body the way that I should? Am I, you know, sitting in my office all day, every day trying to create without getting out into some natural sunlight, even in the wintertime, moving my body, keeping it healthy? Am I doing the things that allow my body to continue to to function? Am I doing my self-care activities? And what do I need in terms of mental well-being? Am I taking care of myself? Am I allowing myself to be supported in all of these different ways? So our health and well-being is such an important segment of our life. And so, so often I see leaders, entrepreneurs, caregivers completely ignore that part of their life with this faulty belief that they're supposed to put everyone else first. And if your health is failing, there's no way we can take care of the people in our lives in the way that we really want to. So I want you to really just ask yourself if you were completely fulfilled in all of these areas when it comes to your health and well-being, what would that look like? And are you experiencing total fulfillment in that area now? Or are there some areas that need your attention? Just notice. And, you know, maybe you want to take some notes or you want to visit this later. We're going to be talking more about this as we get into this year in 2024. Today is just kind of an overview and I want to get you to start thinking about it. And then I'll be breaking this down and going deeper into each one of these areas at different times throughout the year. But I want you to just ask yourself, are you in a state of fulfillment when it comes to your health and well-being? Or have you been neglecting some part of it that's asking for your attention? And really do this without judgment, right? This is here for you. Ask yourself, you know, what would fulfillment feel like? Or what is calling for your attention that probably at this point might not require you to change your whole entire life? Maybe there's some small changes that are ready to happen for you. And you can create some of those bigger changes as you go throughout the year. But just notice what that is for yourself. Do a little bit of an assessment. Then the next segment I want to talk about for you guys is home. This is one we haven't talked a lot about here. And I'll tell you why I added this one. 
As Kayla and I were talking the other day, I said, you know, I really was thinking about my yes life and what gives me a sense of fulfillment and what I enjoy doing. And my physical space around me is such an important part of that. So we just did a little bit of a light renovation. Uh, We did our kitchen a couple years ago. I've been focusing on the living room and room by room, I've been recreating my space. And I want to tell you guys, it gives me such a sense of fulfillment to have a beautiful space, to have a space that feels like it's a reflection of me. Now, you don't have to have a lot of money to create a space that you love. We, yes, we bought a lot of new furniture and some beautiful things, but I also really, really enjoy a good thrift run and finding something vintage and finding something beautiful and inviting it into my space. And I've seen entire homes that are like completely thrifted that are so gorgeous and beautiful. And, you know, you may, you may or may not be someone who enjoys that, but I enjoy that more sometimes than when I'm out buying this new beautiful piece of furniture, because it is just the thrill of the vision of seeing what something is and then seeing what it could be. Like I have the ability to look at a piece of furniture and be like, oh my gosh, I can see this like freshly redone or with a fresh coat of paint or with a little bit of love, what, how beautiful this piece could be. So when we are feeling uninspired by our environment, when we're living in a lot of clutter or disorganization, it really truly does affect our peace of mind. And I also believe that it affects our money. You know, even if your purse or your wallet is a complete mess and receipts are all over, what is that really saying to your relationship to money, right? And how you're treating it. So again, no judgment. But I want you to just ask yourself, how fulfilled are you in the spaces that you're in? Do you give it some of your time and attention? Do you need to take a little bit of time right now to just get organized and to give yourself a space that feels like a breath of fresh air when you step into it? Is it time to maybe clear out some clutter to get rid of some things you've been hanging on to? You know, everything is energy, right? Everything is energy, including the chair that you might be sitting on right now or the car that you're driving in or a piece of clothing that's hanging in your closet. And if you really want to have like this fresh, beautiful energy, make it a priority to consistently clear out the clutter, get rid of things you're no longer using, bless and release them, keep your space organized. And this can have such an effect on all kinds of other areas in your life. It opens up space for more connection. It opens up space for more ideas. So are you feeling fulfilled in your environment? This could be your home, your office, your car, you know, whatever your environment is, even if it's not perfect, you might be listening to this and maybe you're living in an apartment that is not your dream home right now, or you're staying with, I don't know, you're staying with someone and you're staying in a bedroom that's maybe not your own. Ask yourself, right? Are you able to make just a few small tweaks that make it feel beautiful, that make it feel like yours and to really just pay attention to that. So I want to keep moving on so this this doesn't get too long today, but again, we'll spend a little more time going deeper. The next slice of the cake that I want to talk to you about is your money. Money, of course, is a loaded topic, right? But it is a big part of our lives, whether you like it or hate it or however you might feel about money in between. As humans on the earth right now in this time and space, it requires money in order for us to do the things that we need to do to care for ourselves, to care for our families, to have the experiences that we want to have. And I think it's really important that we look at our relationship with money and that we seek fulfillment, right? The closer we get to the center of each one of these segments, this is where that space of joy and fulfillment lives. 
So when I talk about money, I'm talking about a lot of different pieces. I want you to think about your money mindset, for example. You know, is that in need of a little bit of tweaking? Are you feeling fulfilled in the way that you're thinking about money? Or is it currently causing you stress? Maybe for you, it's some knowledge. Maybe you need to focus in on learning about investing, for example, or learning more about saving or just learning about money in general. There could be something there that you're looking for. Maybe when it comes to your habits around money. Do you need to change some patterns or some habits that have maybe either been passed down or you just haven't looked at in a while? This also speaks to the way that we attract money. Again, everything is energy. And the closer that we move to fulfillment, the more excited we are in our relationship to money, the more fulfilled we are, the more of it that we attract into our lives. So this is a really important segment of our life that we need to make sure that we're paying attention to. How are you creating wealth, right? Are you focused on creating whatever the term wealth means to you, right? If we really look back at, I know I taught a workshop on this, gosh, probably a couple years ago, and I was looking up the definition of wealth and the earliest definition was actually well-being. So creating well-being, in terms of how you're handling money and your wealth. And again, just overall your relationship to money and what that is. So we're going to go deep on this. We'll be looking at more of this as we go throughout the year. But just I want you to ask yourself right now when it comes to money, how would you rate your sense of fulfillment? And which one of these areas could require potentially a little bit of attention from you? And then we've got three more to go. The next slice of the cake we're going to look at is purpose. And this really does speak to your career, your work, your service in the world, feeling like you are living and working on purpose. So often, you know, you guys, I work with leaders and entrepreneurs. It's so easy for us to get into a space of creation mode or needing, you know, to create money or desiring to focus on hitting our goals. And when we can do that, really firmly rooted in our purpose and our sense of service and why we're here, those things tend to come just as icing on the cake. Because when we're creating from a place of really being lit up inside about what we're here to do, it lights up the way. It's it's like turning on this massive spotlight to the direction that you're meant to go. And it's also really easy with all of the messaging we get today and all of the demands on our time, it can be really easy to shift our focus away from what we really feel like we're here to do. Now, for some of you listening to this, I know that you might also feel like, I don't know what my purpose is. I'm not even sure what it is. I thought I knew. Now it feels different. I don't know. If that's you, that's okay. This is an invitation that maybe this is a place that you need to focus in on first before you focus on money, before you focus on growth. It's like really just reconnecting or getting some clarity in on your purpose and then actively choosing to live into it and creating from that space. Okay, so the next segment I want to talk about is connection. And I want you to think about this piece of your life, this slice of the cake of connection in a few different ways. So this is your relationships, right? So your connection to other people. So this can be your connection to your family. This can be your connection to your love, your partner, maybe you're calling in love. But this also can be your social connections, your friends, your clients, maybe the community that you live in. And then it's also the connection that you have with yourself. This is kind of a broad part of our lives, but connection is something that we're designed for as human beings. We're not meant to be isolated or, you know, really living life on our own. We're meant to do it in relationship to other people. And 
I include ourselves in this too, this deepening in of this relationship to ourselves and to be seeking fulfillment. Like, are you fulfilled in your relationship between you and you? Are you feeling good about yourself, right? Are you feeling connected to the most important relationships that you have in your life? Or have you maybe been focused on another area so deeply that you're starting to feel disconnected from your partner or you're really wanting this year to be a year that you've got quality time with your kids and you don't want anything to get in the way of that. Maybe again, this could be like growing your business, working in your purpose from a place of building meaningful connections this year. So without judgment, just notice where are you in on the scale of say zero to 10, right? If 10 is fulfillment, where are you in terms of connection and and particularly what connections are requesting your focus. And then the last one that we're going to touch on today, this is the sixth segment, is the faith or spirituality or connection to that which is greater. You don't have to believe in God or a higher power. You might be someone who believes in maybe a sense of oneness or a greater collective consciousness. I invite you to consider what is it for you that you believe in and are you feeling connected to that? I think that This piece was so pivotal for me when I really started to change my life. It was finding a connection to what I call God of my own understanding and realizing that you guys know I shared a little bit about this. I feel like on an earlier episode, but I, at the top of my head, I can't remember which one where I was really sharing through a space where I really felt let down by the church that I was a part of. I just, I felt like I had a, an understanding of who God was to me and what it meant to love. And then when I went through my divorce, felt like I was told that I wasn't worthy, that, you know, it was like, the messaging that I received didn't feel like love. And it also didn't feel like what I understood of God. And so for me, it was a really painful experience. I had to go on this journey of discovering my own understanding and my own relationship to God. Now, if this word triggers you, insert whatever word is for you could say universe, you could say source, that which is greater, whatever your belief system is. But do you spend time really allowing yourself to feel connected to something greater? something bigger and allowing that connection to support you. Getting clear and getting fulfilled, not believing what someone else told you that you should believe or allowing yourself to stay in a state of disconnection because something isn't resonating for you in in your belief, but actually looking deeper and choosing to let this part of your life really support you in all these other areas. I think that this is where we really step into connecting to our own innate worthiness. And knowing that, you know, when you can see yourself in relation to that which is greater, it's understanding that you were made for something greater, that you are here for a purpose and that you are so, so worthy of being here. If you've been questioning your worthiness, if you've been in a space of self-doubt or comparison or just feeling like your confidence is really low, this might be the area of your life that invites you to strengthen, that invites you to connect in with your spiritual support system. And my belief is that we all have our own spiritual support team. You may or may not feel connected to that, whether you call it guides and angels or ancestors or God or Jesus, whatever you relate to it or Buddha, whatever your belief system is, I believe that we do have a support system and we can tap into it and we can connect to it in 
and it really empowers us to begin to see ourselves as capable and worthy and it's this beautiful source of love. Maybe you just simply call it love. So my invitation for you is to just ask yourself how fulfilled, how sustained are you seeing yourself as worthy? Is this part of your life inviting you to really connect? You know, I see it as often if you're struggling, let's just say in the area of money, strengthening this segment can really open up that door. So as I said, you guys, we are going to go deep. I'm going to share some stories. I didn't want this to get too long. So I look forward to future podcasts, just sharing some stories, sharing a bit about my journey, what's been opening up for me on the journey, how I have transformed my own life by focusing in on looking at my life as a whole cake and being willing to take a bite and to allow myself to have the entire cake, not just focusing in on one and only one area, but seeing the importance. So let me know, what did this open up for you today? Did you notice a specific area that's really calling your attention as you head into this new year? I would love to hear what is that area for you? And can you see, maybe you see like, oh gosh, I feel like all these areas need my attention. That's okay, we don't need to do everything at once. What feels like it's most important? I want you to trust your intuition here and just make a decision, make a choice that you're gonna focus this year on starting with just that one piece of your life and allowing yourself to move closer to a sense of fulfillment. Keep coming back to these episodes, you guys, because if you tune in all year long, we're going to help you really have a yes life in every single one of these segments. And also please make sure that you guys are in our Facebook group. So we opened up a brand new Facebook group at the end of 2023. Things are popping inside of there. We have so many plans for it. You guys, we're going to be delivering so much goodness to support you in living your yes life. It is free. It is a beautiful community of heart-centered leaders and entrepreneurs. And I want you to come in and join us inside. I'm going to link it below. It's called Live Your Yes Life for Heart-Centered Leaders. I believe I'm saying that right. I'm going to link it below just in case I, we just changed the name, you guys. So you'll have to forgive me. I'm going to sync it below or link it below. Go ahead and click that link. Come and join us inside. We have a free gift for you when you join and come and be a part of our community. One more thing I do want to tell you guys, at the time that this episode goes live, we are just about to lead a half-day event called Yes Day. It is taking place both live in Green Bay, Wisconsin and virtually. And this is an opportunity for you to really focus in on what it means to claim a life of yes as you move into 2024. So if you want to be there, if you want to be a part of it, I will also link that below. You can join us virtually. As I said, if you're listening to this in real time, I know it's happening within a couple of days, but I wanted to make sure I told you about it. You can always message Kayla and I. Please be sure to share this episode if you know someone who needed to hear it. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any. And I hope I will see you in the Live Your Yes Life Facebook group. Bye for now.